but I didn't know any of that backstory just now. Oh yeah, sorry. I no, don't apologize. Listening. I just I just didn't know. I'm a vessel of wealth. I <laughs> dear Lord. So my question is this, and this is this is a question I had with another friend of mine, Chip Nicholson. I love right? Chip. Because he says he has an eight-minute joke, single joke that's eight minutes long. I wonder if I've heard it. Right? I, I know Chip's and stuff. he's trying to work on it, but the only way he can work on it is at actual shows that are giving him Correct. eight minutes. Correct. And I said... Good luck with that, because that sounds hard. So right, so my <laughs> so the, so the ten minute set that you heard yeah. is all interlaced. Yeah, I can kind of screw around and take about a one minute and thirty chunk in the middle, yeah. but like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it in fives. And and L A works in th- fives and threes, threes and fives, threes and fives, and the and the occasional seven, occasional seven, occasional seven. By the way, before we keep going, I do want to uh, talk about the tea that we're drinking today for yes. those that are steeping at home. So our steeple, they steep at home with us. Okay, yeah, it's fun. That's dope, isn't it? Steeple, yeah. But but uh, me and Kazim are drinking Patagonia Superberry. It is a reishi tea. It is an herbal tea. Wait, the berry's called Superberry? It's super. So it's a mix of different berries. So oh. acai is in here. Blueberry. I'm so dumb. Um, it's really high in antioxidants. It's really good. It's a much more subtle flavor. So for those that like something stronger flavored, you can mix it with something else. You can put a little honey in. Um, but we steep it at uh, 200, uh, 200 degrees Fahrenheit for okay. five minutes. But you can honestly oversteep this if you want. It's totally okay. fine. Can I can I also say that yeah. I am one of the biggest community fans? <laughs> oh, that show that show made me want to actually be a a comedy writer. So like for a those writer that that show for those that are listening and not watching, um, I am uh, using a community mug. It's a uh, Troy and Abed in the morning mug. No, Troy and, and Abed, Abed in, in the, the morning. morning. <laughs> uh, absolutely love it. <laughs> On cue. It was perfect. Um, you know what? I think we can just wrap the pod now. I, yeah, um, we're done. Good we, night, everybody. We, we nailed it. Um, it is probably one of my favorite shows of all time. Yes. Um, I didn't I didn't know that you also loved it. I'm shocked we've never talked about that. I loved that show. I loved that show. Two shows made me want to be a TV writer. Oh, my God. Tell me now. Community, because yeah. I loved it so much. Yep. And 30 Rock, because I hated it. You hated, I hated 30, 30 Rock? I what made me start writing? I never told you the story. No. What may, I say it to people all the time because one day I will meet Tina Fey and she will listen to. I'm sure she's multiple listening to this, episodes yeah. of me shitting on her show. Wow. I was. This was when I was like in college hmm. and I was watching like the Emmys. I don't know. I watched the Emmys first and okay. Thirty Rock won, and I was like, "What's Thirty Rock? Whatever. I don't care." Okay. Right. And this was before. It was September, so it was before um, Obama got elected the first time. And then the golden... That that better have some sort of bearing on this story. It has some sort of bearing because the next year, right, 30 Rock won the Golden Globe in January. Okay. And that was the speech that Tracy Morgan came up and accepted. Love Tracy. And it was like Tina Fey said that Barack Obama won. I could speak for the show from now on. Welcome to New America. Screw you, Kate Blanchett. 
Oh wow! Right, so yeah. it was, just, and I was like, "Oh, that's really fun." Tracy, I like Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan's so I was great. Like, okay, yeah. well, let me watch Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. I watched like four episodes. Sure, hated every single episode. I never laughed once. I did not understand. I get it now, looking back. Sure, that it just wasn't my style. Yeah, yeah. of comedy. But in the moment when you're young, you're like, "Well, this is stupid. Why does this keep winning?" Mm. And then in my mind, I was like, "I could do better than this." Right, and then that made me want to start researching comedy. So you hadn't started right. writing comedy, and then you saw this, and you go, "I can do better." I'm I had, do my I own. always had the dream of like, one day I'll do stand up comedy. Yeah, I hadn't started. I thought I was going to be a pharmacist slash stand up comedian. You and Faji, like pharmacists and stand ups. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Right, and then that didn't happen, and I was just at home, sad, and then I was like, "Well, I can do better than." This well, let me start researching. How do I write a script? What what goes into a TV script? How do I read TV scripts? And then I just started like finding people's TV scripts. Like I found an Office episode. I found like yeah, like pilot scripts from different things. Were yeah. you were you in LA at this point? Because no, I, I was in Houston. Houston. Yeah. I was nineteen. I was in Houston. Okay. Yeah, I've been writing scripts since I was nineteen. I mean, like, I, I I, know this is maybe, like, not a great question to ask. Like, have you, has anything happened for any of the scripts you've written? Have you sold no, anything? No, not a Gotten thing. any meetings? No. No. No, no, no. Because I wasn't, I wasn't all in. Okay. I didn't, I didn't take the crap. I thought, oh, I could just figure out on myself and write on myself and not actually learn the process. Yeah. Like, I thought script writing was like stand-up. You just keep doing it and yeah, maybe... Yeah. It'll and you'll figure it out. No, not necessarily, because script writing there is a structure. Yeah, you have to learn how to write. You have to learn what a story is. Sure. You have to learn how to structure a story. You have to learn how to structure an A story, a B story, how those can interweave, and all of that. Someone needs to tell you that. No one. You can't just write and then hand it to someone and be like, "Oh, this is so great." You can. It's not going to go well. Yeah, exactly. You You can. can, It's not going to go well. But they're not going to. No one has time to tell you why your script is bad unless you pay for it yeah right and even when you pay for it they're just going to give you oh this character isn't structured right that's what gonna they're gonna say this character you need to dive deep into the character okay well how do i do that yeah for that you need to take a class so so did you so you came out here and you started saying i don't it, here's what's weird i, I didn't like, come out here and start stand i started stand up in houston but did you start taking classes out here in script I took, writing? i've only taken one class in script writing that was uh it was like during it was during the pandemic well there wasn't a lot else to do yeah I mean, there was you know, nothing yeah, else yeah. to do it was over zoom it was um brent forrester he was like the head writer of The Office for like the last two seasons. Oh, wow. It is funny because you were one of the people in comedy who I feel like I know decently well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I know you. I I love you. I, I know your wife. Like, all this stuff. But I didn't know any of that backstory just now. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I no, don't of, apologize. Listen, I, just, I just didn't know. I'm a vessel of wealth. I, <laughs> dear Lord. Uh, I also love, by the way, so there's some people that we have on this podcast that just like, they're like, yeah, like I'm here, I'm into it, whatever. There are other people we have that will occasionally throw things right down the barrel uh, of the camera, just be like, they'll be talking to me and then they'll be like, and I want you to know this. And uh, <laughs> and we've had a couple people do it. And I, listen, I love it. I love people it's do because it. because I love The Office so much. Yeah. I'm always in tune with where the camera 
is. I will tell you the person, the two people that have done it the most on this podcast are probably Simon Gibson. Look down the barrel more than probably anyone we've yeah, had. That's, si- that's Simon. Yeah, Simon. And Simon then the, would do that. And then Simon Morgan. would look down the barrel if there was no camera. Correct. He does. Yeah. One of my favorite bits to do to Jazz. Oh, it drives her absolutely crazy. Take this home if you want. It's a fun oh, one. Yeah. It'll drive. It'll drive your wife insane. I will say something to Jazz and then look at a camera that isn't there and make a face. So like, <laughs> so like we'll be talking and she'll say something. And I'm like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Yeah. And like turn away so and, and she, she'll be like, what are you, who are you making? Stop yeah. doing that. Yeah, she'll get so funny. upset. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. She's like, you're looking at an imaginary camera and making faces. And I'm like, honey, I would never do that. <laughs> and it is do it again. And she, yeah, drove her. I drive her insane. Oh, uh, that's that's funny. I'm gonna try that. I think one of the reasons to be in a relationship is to just have someone you can drive crazy all day long. Yeah, oh, especially when you're in a relationship with a comic, and they're not a comic. Yeah. So they 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 love you and support you and believe in you, but they still don't get it. So it's yeah. like that little kind of thing where it's like, I love you, but you're so weird at times that yeah, it's yeah all the time. We All were, the time I drive my wife insane. We were in the car once and we were driving up to her parents live in Northern California. So we were driving up the five. It's like five and a half, six hours. We're driving up there and I, I don't know why. I can't explain to you why. I had this idea for a screenplay. <laughs> okay. I was telling her. I was, I was telling yeah. her, We're just talking. Also, you, no explanation is needed. That happens. Uh, we're just we're that talking. That happens when you're a creative person. I that go, will happen. I go, you know what I would love to see in a movie? She goes, what? And I start talking, and maybe 30 seconds in, I go, actually, I'm sorry, can you write this down? Because like, I really like this. And she goes, how did this just pop in your head? And it was a fully formed screenplay idea. Yeah. And start walking her through it as she's taking notes. And I was like, and once I, I'm done, I go, did you know what you were getting into when you started dating me? Did you know it was going to be this? Yeah. And she goes, I did not. Yeah, no. There are so many times where it's just silent. Yeah. In the apartment, and I just bust out laughing. And then I have to explain to my wife that I just ran a joke in my head. And, and it it's was good. just so funny. And she's like, Why are you laughing? And I'm like, Listen, I just You're ran like, it in my good. head. You would have loved yeah, it. In there. Exactly. And then or sometimes when I'll I'll just be like mum- mumbling to myself. Yeah. Like running the joke in my head out loud. And she's looking at me like, "Why are you talking to yourself?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, it's the I'm joke. a comedic genius. I have to, I have to continue to speak out loud, when right? he, all the time." But here's what's interesting. So last time we were on, a sh- or maybe it was two times ago. I, I've done. A, I, I'm on. I'm on shows with you probably somewhat more than the average person. But like, uh, it was one or two times ago. Your wife was at the show, so it leads me to believe that she has seen enough stand-up that she kind of could be able to say to you, like, if you ran a joke by her, be like, oh, mm, it's not your best. Does she ever do that? Yes and no. I will run a joke by her yeah. to just get that first reaction. Okay. Right? But, and you know it, because you're a comic, so you'll, you'll understand what I'm saying. It really depends on how I feel about the joke. Sure. On whether or not I care about her reaction. Because if I really like the joke, you can laugh, you can not laugh. I'm still going to go try 100%. to figure out the joke, right? But there are some jokes that I'm like, okay, well, let me run it by you. Because honestly, you're, you're the one that sees me all the time. So a lot of times I'll do that. Right? Yeah. But also because sometimes 
my jokes are darker than the average. So I it's think like your jokes are that dark. Well, I don't that's know. That's because you get the cleaned up version. She's getting the first thought. She's getting the right. The She's getting the darkness. Interesting. Right. And then I clean it up. I clean it up after the fact. Right. So I will. I remember I have, I have a joke about our friend Matt Price who passed away. Oh, I right? know this joke. Yeah. Great. Great guy. Right. And then I was talking to her about it because the joke worked in the beginning. The joke worked, but it didn't really work the way I wanted it to work. Right. I got the I got the giggles, but I wanted the laughs. But I got the giggles in the sense of, oh, why is he talking like this? Like that. But I wanted the laughs like, oh, this is really funny. You're paying yeah. tribute to your friend. Yeah. And then my wife was like, well, what would he want? And I looked and I was like, well, he would want to be alive. Like, that's not because he passed away. And I just said it. And I was like, mm, maybe that was dark. That but was, that's uh, yeah. funny. She looked at me. She was like, that was she laughed. But that was like, that was really dark. Yeah. Do you want to hear one of the darkest jokes? This is not something I do on stage, but one of the darkest yeah. jokes and I accidentally told to a group of friends. Yes. Um, but at my dad's memorial, I walk in, okay? The only backstory you need for this is everyone's mingling outside. Okay. And my buddy who was helping facilitate it, like said to me and my sister, he's like, hey, while everyone's mingling, like, let's talk. I just want to make sure this goes the way you want it to. I was like, no problem. We talked for no more than 30 seconds. When we turned back, okay. everyone had gone in, sat down and was silent. We didn't tell oh, wow. them to. Yeah. But it was weird. Yeah. So I walk in, everyone's silent. And I, as I'm walking in, I go, God, you would think somebody died in here. <laughs> and, 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 you know, everyone. Oh, comics are so <laughs> bad. We're, I know. We are horrible people, but we're delightful, horrible people. But here's the thing my dad would have thought that was hilarious. Yeah, of course. Of course. Because we still know, we still know how to read the room in yeah. the sense of what would the person that w would be there would like. Yes. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like the dark stuff. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think. I, I Sorry to interrupt. No, please, please interrupt. Matt Price would love my joke. I like that joke. He would, he would absolutely love how I talk about him specifically. I think I saw you do that joke. I think we were on a show at Westside together, and I think I saw that joke. And it's great. It's yeah. a great joke. Yeah. Um, I do think that, like, Having having people live on in a joke is a wonderful way to yeah. tribute to them. Yeah, it that's how we pay tribute to them. That's 100%. how we pay tribute to the people that affect our lives, good or bad. I feel like th there are people that don't understand that, but I feel like if you're dating, going back to what we were talking about earlier, if you're dating or married to a comedian, you do get it. Yeah, you get it fast. A lot of times, people are people are naturally funny. If you just hop sure. on Twitter, if you hop on TikTok. Normal people are naturally funny, but if you think about it, yeah, only we can think about it because sure. we know how to think about it fast, right? But if you overthink, then the joke might not, you might lose the timing. You might lose, because sometimes in the heat of the moment, the joke has to be right here. If it's even a two second delay, yeah. then it's not going to be funny. Yeah. I mean, that's... You can you can write as many jokes as you want, and you can get really surgical with it. But sometimes you just you you hit one out of the park, yeah, really organically, and you're like, I'm that you couldn't have written that down. Yeah. Well, this is good times to take us to our first segment. Are you ready for the first segment? I am ready. I have no idea what we're doing, but I Act forgot what you told me we were doing. In, it's, in the, it's all good in it, the production meeting. It's called the uh, production meeting. It's called the newly friend game. <laughs>
it's like the newlywed game, but we're friends. I'm going to ask you a question. You're yes. going to write down your answer. You're not going to say it out loud. Okay. I'm going to write down uh, what I think is your answer, okay. and we're going to compare and see if we both got it right, and then okay. we'll do the same thing for me. Okay. Does that work for you? Cool. So mm -hmm. the question for you okay. is going to be, so when we were talking earlier, I know that we talk about tons of things all the time, but the thing we talk about more than anything is comedy. Yes. So um, my question for you is going to be, and don't say it out loud, write it down. Okay. As a kid, who was the biggest influence on your comedy? Now, kid can be anywhere from like, you know, five to, to, to 20 here. But like, as you were like really discovering comedy, mm -hmm. and don't say it out loud, write it down. Who was the biggest influence on you? You're not going to get this. No chance? There's, there's literally no chance. Wow. I'm going to try. I, I promise you there's no chance. Because when I write it down, I'm going to have to explain why. Can I, am I allowed to, uh, the only, and I don't usually ask for hints, all I'm going to say is, do I even know this person? Yes. Okay. Very, yeah. No, no, no. It's a very famous comedian. Okay, well, don't tell me that. Yeah. Don't tell me that. Okay. okay. So you ready? Flip your did board you on write, three. Did you write down a comedian that's really good at, my comedian, was he a stand-up? He was a stand-up. Well, we already discovered I'm wrong. Yeah. Oh, I know right. you're wrong. All I right, just flip know it on three, two, one. Boom. Ellen? No. Yeah. Mine was Robin I Williams. Wrote, I wrote Ellen. You wrote Robin I didn't Williams. Know who El I didn't know who Ellen was until like deep, deep into her show. Ellen's an incredible stand-up. Yeah. That's what I heard. Uh, I still haven't. Robin Williams. Uh, yeah. I love Robin Williams. One of my favorite comics. Talk to me more about that. That's all. When I was younger, we didn't have cable. Okay. And we didn't go to the movies a lot. Yep. But my dad had at least 300 like different VHS tapes Excellent. of like movies. So I would watch Mrs. Doubtfire like every other Saturday. What a phenomenal movie. Yeah, such a great movie. So I would watch Mrs. Doubtfire and Hook like every other Saturday all and, the time. But here's what's interesting. I don't feel like his style is anything in exactly. your style. <laughs> That's why I'm saying you wouldn't. As a child, though, all uh -huh. I liked was Robin Williams and Jim Carrey. And then as a teenager, I got into like Martin Lawrence and like, yeah, yeah. My favorite comedians are not my like style. Like a lot of my favorite comedians aren't like Tony Roberts. Do you know who that is? Mm, He's like no. a very slapstick, very high energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like comedian. One of my favorite comedians. I've watched all of his specials. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, of course, I like the Bill Burrs. I like the Chris Rocks. I've seen Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle live. At the same time, when they did their tour thing. Wasn't that around, recent? Yeah, that was recent. Yeah. That was like November, last November. Okay. Okay. I saw Chris Rock and Deja Paul. I, de I paid to go see that. Right? Well, so yeah. it's like, yeah, I'd still like them. But as a child, what I enjoyed was Jim Carrey. And because I would watch, I would watch The Mask. I would watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure. I would watch Hook a lot as a child. I would just pop in the VHS tape and then just go on about my business while I'm watching it. You would leave yeah. it on in the background while you were leave it on. Things. I would watch it and I would leave it on in the background at the same time. Because yeah. you probably knew it so well at that point. You yeah, were like, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know every song in The Mask. <laughs> yeah. I love The Mask. Cuban Pete. Um, Cuban Pete was the greatest thing. I think The Mask is one of the most forgotten movies when you're talking about the best comedies of all time. Best comedies of all time? Best comic book movies of all time. The Mask was a comic book. I did not know that. Yeah. It's actually a very rated R comic book. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And that it's was, a DC comic. I also believe 
that that was one of Cameron Diaz's first big roles. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that's yeah. crazy. Okay, so let's do mine. Uh, we'll okay. do the same question for me, actually. Same question. Same question. So don't 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 say it out loud. Write down your answer. Do I know this comedian? I need to think about who I'm going to write as first. a child. As, we're talking about as a child, not as when you started comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say. Um, That'd be so funny if you accidentally said it. <laughs> I'll say, yeah. Hey, yeah, this is who my answer is. It, yeah. it will be this person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, uh, is this person alive? Can I ask that question? I mean, that's, that's cheating. That's cheating? Dang. All right. Yeah. I'm going to say. Is this person white? Can I ask that I, I'm not going to give you any hints. <laughs> okay. You ready? So flip your board hold on. on, hold oh, on. Sorry, uh, he's got to put his. He's putting his marker down. Boom! I have to be responsible. Flip, flip your board on one, one two, two, three. three. Bam. Bam! I put Jerry Seinfeld first. Okay, I. Th- you said that you weren't. You said that you didn't match. I don't do anything like Shut Jerry Seinfeld. Shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> you match him perfectly. You really think in so? The, in in this in the mannerisms. So by the way, just for those Jerry listening, Seinfeld. so I wrote Jerry Seinfeld, and then parentheses I wrote Chris Rock and SNL. Dang. And, and Kazim wrote Rodney Dangerfield. No, I wrote Seinfeld first, okay. and then you said, I don't think my comedy matches. I don't do observational humor at all. You, Yes, you do. I, yes, I, you do. Uh, I, do my, I do stuff about my life. Exactly. But you do stuff about your life in the sense of a whole, like, you're not saying, <clears throat> this is what happened to me. You're saying, this is, this is me. This is how I feel about my universe. But I also it's say observational things that, about your life. Sure, Does I guess so. Sense? I guess that's true. I I, I put Sein, I I put Seinfeld first. Okay, all right. And Listen, then we'll I give, put we'll Rodney give him, we'll give him half a point. Because if it's not Seinfeld, then I'm like, okay, you're you. I see some Rodney in you, like a little self-deprecating and sure and stuff like that. And you can put the board down. We don't need the board okay, anymore. Okay, we're done but with I, the board. But I'll say this. So I was, because I think you and I are around the same age. I grew up. I'm 34. I'm 36. There we go. Uh, yeah. So I grew so up around, around. You are two years. <laughs> is that not around? <laughs> no. You don't, you think those are wildly different? Yes. 34 and 36? Yeah. When you wake up, do your knees hurt a little bit? My knees? No. Yeah. Okay. Well. Should they? They should. Really? You're 36, bro. I uh, well, <laughs> now I'm like now I'm like oh boy. I'm uh, sorry, I'm being a troll. No, I don't mind it. My yeah, lower, we're on the same. We're in our 30s. We're in our mid 30s. I'll say, listen, I'll say, I'll say this. My lower back gets tight when I wake up. That's 36. Yeah, man, I'm getting. That's old. 36. All that as it is. Mm-hmm. What I was gonna say. So I grew up around the time, as did you, around the time where you could hypothetically, though neither of us did this, illegally download music. Yeah. Yep, I did that all the time. Well, I was I was trying to cover for us. No, Neither of us. Uh, who's gonna? No one cares. If I get arrested, yeah, for yeah. illegally downloading music, yeah, I I'm fine with that. Yeah, I still find, I haven't done it in probably 20 years. But yeah. one of the things that I I what I first did before you could really like before it was arranged well is I would try and download all the comedy I could find, mm. and the first album that was fully available, like you could download, find all the tracks and download, was uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. So I was listening to, like, he he had a bit where he was talking about, like, horses, where he's like, oat bag, I got my oat bag now. I'm sure you've yeah. heard that bit. He had a bit about Halloween. I have not. Oh. I, I did not. I never got into Seinfeld until Comedians in Cars. Oh, okay. So really late. Yeah, really late. Um, I he, was really late on the Seinfeld track. I will say yeah. that I did see some sets of his on like late night yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, I, I always knew he was funny. I always yeah. knew he was like, 
that was the go. I've only seen one episode of Seinfeld in my life. Didn't like it. So you don't like any me. of the traditional sitcoms because you and I both love community, but that's not a traditional yeah, it's sitcom. It's not a traditional sitcom whatsoever. Yeah. I the yeah. other bit that I downloaded that I've listened to probably more than any other comedy ever, mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. is N Words versus Black People. The Chris yeah. Rock bit. Chris I Fox. listened to yeah. that more than any other comedy bit ever. Obviously yeah. couldn't repeat most of it. Yeah. Um <laughs> But guys, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, guys, listen to this. Listen, you know, there's this there's this guy named Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, You're like what's the joke? Ah, yeah, I can't like tell you, but you have to go listen to it. Just trust me. Well, we would. I would listen to this all the time, and and it just my comedy is nothing like that. But what it showed me was like he would say something that on the face of it seemed like oh man, he's gonna just offend everybody. Yeah, and then just. It was punchline after punchline after punchline. It was nonstop. That bit goes harder than almost any other bit. Yeah. of just like, I'm not going to let up. I'm going to keep hitting you with laugh lines repeatedly. Yeah. And after I heard that, I was like, man, I want to do this. Yeah. I was like, man, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is good. And I got to tell you, I have never written anything that I think has that punchline frequency that he does. And I, I know that one day I think I can be good enough to do something close, but never mm-hmm. that good. I feel like one day I can be that close yeah but i don't think i'd want to be if that makes sense i don't think i would care to be only because my style doesn't reflect the boom 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 boom. neither boom, is mine where it's like my premises are usually slow yeah then i'll hit you with like four jokes and then i'll continue my premise and then i'll hit you with four more jokes mm. and then i'll continue my friend not four but like you know what i mean like i'll do pop 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 slide pop 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 slide now pop, slide, doing move pop, on. Pop, pop. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, community. Yeah, you want pop, back to pop. community. Yeah. I, the other interesting thing that I want to touch on with you is that, like, you and I are very similar in the sense that there are a lot of comedians, I feel like, that look down on comedians that have day jobs. I, I don't know if you've ever felt this way, mm. but I get a lot of crap when someone's like, oh, you don't do comedy full time? Like, they're like, oh, you, you, you work in corporate America? I'm like... Mm-hmm. yeah because comedy is hard to make a living in and you need to really work it do you have trouble balancing everything you're also now married so you're balancing that too yeah balancing that too do i have trouble balancing yes and no okay right where there's never gonna be a balance tell me more about that to an extent because if i'm really if i'm doing comedy then social life is down Work is down, marriage is down, but everyone should be on the same page. So right? as so in everyone in the, should know that where your priorities are or everyone should yeah. be even? Well, the, the priorities are equal to an extent. Okay. Where, you know, like yesterday, me and my wife went out to dinner. Lovely. Right after that dinner, I had a cold open at the Hollywood Improv. All right, big deal. So dog. she wanted to go to Humblebrag. So she wanted to go to Cold Open, just so people know, Cold Open is five minutes unpaid before the show even starts. But it is very hard to get. And a lot of people are like, well, no one's listening. It's like, cool, but if you can make them listen. But if you can make them listen, that's a, that's, a, that's a flex and that's a little feather in your cap. So that's cool, right? So she wanted to go out to dinner. I said, okay, our dinner has to be at 530 
can I say something? I love right. five thirty dinner. I don't yeah. even care. Five thirty dinners are fine. Right. But no, like when the sun is out, it's like you're you're eating dinner when the sun is out. I want to be like, wrapped by seven. Right? That's my yes. dream. I'm perfectly fine with that too. But she doesn't like that necessarily. Mm. She likes a little more later, like around seven, and that's cool. Too late. But I still had to be like, listen, I have this, so we can do this. Right. And she's like, okay, I understand. But, you know, we'll still go to a movie night when I have no spots that week. Right. Or it's like, okay, I know you want to like make dinner. Cool. We can eat dinner. I can have dinner with you for like an hour. But then, right, when it hits an hour, I got to go read the script I said I was going to read. Everyone is on the same page where, but for my job, because I'm a contractor, because I can make my own schedule, I just block out my calendar, right? And I just say I'm not available. But to your first original point that you made, have I gotten crap for having a job? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Isn't that weird, right? though? But I still that think is that's weird. so weird. That it, but it's never from, it's never from, I'm not trying to sound mean, because maybe they all think I'm talking about them. It's never from comics that I think their career is something I want. If that makes sense. It is, it does. Right? Every comic that's successful, I say I have a job, they're not they're not knocking on the job. They're I've had comics make sure I make sure that I understand what my goals are. Yeah. Right? I remember when I'll use Ali Sadiq as an example. Sure. Well right? he's when I moved doing great. When I moved here, I told no one in Houston. I just left. And I got a job out here, my first job. I was Living in Valley Village, like no North yeah. Hollywood, working in Redondo Beach. No. So I would <laughs> so I would drive an hour and a half. Absolutely not. Right? And it was every day. That was when I had to be in the office every day. Sure. And I would still try to hit open mics, but you get off at five. It's an hour and a half. I'm tired. The most I could do was maybe get to Flappers in Burbank at 8. And at that point, just stay right? home. And at that point, sometimes I would do that. I would just be too tired. I would just be like, I'm going to take a shower. I'm just going to go to bed. Yep. I'm, I'm too tired today. And then he just randomly called me. It was, I was 7. It was I was in the office still. I was 7. It was 7. I was in the office still. And he just randomly called me like, yay, you're in L.A.? And I was like, yeah, I was just working. He's like, what are you doing right now? And I was like, I'm at work. I'm like, you got a job? And I was like, yeah. 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 And he was like, he's like, but you're working. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what time is it? And I'm like, seven. And he's like, you're a bum then. Because in the sense, it's like, you didn't, did you go out there to get a job or did you go out there to do comedy? And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Right? In his, in his perspective, it's like, yes, have a job, but still understand why I didn't move out to LA to do IT. Right. Right. So I had to finesse my way to work remote. And that's what happened. Interesting. I finessed my I still kept the job. Right. He didn't say quit your job. He said, you're working till seven and you're not hitting any mics. What progress are you making? Especially in the first like two months I was there. Yeah. Right. You got it. You, you at least have to go and let people know your your name at the very least, shake a hand or two, right? And I wasn't doing any of that. 
I mean, listen, people still working. mispronounce your last name all the time, and that's fine. It's understandable. You gotta let, you gotta make sure they know gotta, your name. Um, hey, are you ready for the lightning round? Yes. Um, the lightning round. It is uh, five questions, fast questions, but they do not at all have to be fast answers. Yeah. So take your time. I once had a guest who really was like intent on answering quickly. That's not what they're about. Okay. There's the same five questions we ask at the end of every episode. Okay. Cool. Um, and oh, I, we're at the end. We're at the end. Oh no. I know. Oh, you, well, you sound at least genuine about how oh, sad. No. You it was are. like, oh no, is and like, oh, I had a good time. Yeah. No, we love you. Yeah. Um, this is why I wanted. I have will you say on. my facial expression and the oh no did not match. Yeah. But that's yeah, not yeah. the point. Um, and yeah, and for the listeners at home, I was telling you this earlier. The reason I wanted to have you on is because I always enjoy our conversations. Yeah. And I knew I was like, ugh, I'm gonna hate ending this. I knew that. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna I have hate you on again. Ending it too. We'll have you on again. Um. But here you here we go. Here's the lightning round. Uh, your first question is, what is a favorite ritual of yours? So like mine is brewing tea. What is a favorite ritual that you have? I enjoy a a fresh donut. It's great. Like a, I enjoy a nice like fresh baked something. Lovely. Yeah, that's like a ritual I'll I'll do where it's like I want a donut right now. Mm. Well, I enjoy the the ritual I'll do is whenever I want something. I will just go do it. I mean, if, if, if that only makes we sense. all, if only if we that all makes did sense. that. Where it's like sometimes it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, no one's home. I want to go get a Krispy Kreme donut, and I will drive to go get a Krispy Kreme. Donut. Krispy Kreme is your, yeah. your choice. No, it's not my choice, but yeah. I know that they make the donut. I know they'll make the donut fresh. Oh, I respect that. Yeah. Um, all right. Question two: What is a running bit you have with a friend or partner that makes you laugh? When I'm, this is so stupid. It's I not, so. it's with my wife. Like I will, whenever she's like, cause sometimes, you know, women will just be like, get emotional and get like, oh, I'm so grateful for you. And you know, I do that like, more to Jess, I will, but yeah. We only have one car right now. Same so yeah. she, I will, she has the thing on her like work purse where you could just hook up the keys. Yeah. And I just switch. And if I know she's taking the car, like, cause I usually stay up later. To like work on random stuff and i'll just go switch the keys blah 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 and then sometimes she's like where are your keys and i'm like they're already in your purse you're good yeah and she's like one day she was like oh i'm so grateful thank you for doing that and i'm like weak ass and she's soft, soft. <laughs> she's like you need a man up and that's our like sometimes we'll do that to each other do you like, now do that to each other you soft dog like oh in a God. in a joking loving sure. way like that's our that's our running bit like, I don't do it in front of other people. Sure. But it's just between us. I'm like, you soft, dog. Stop being weak. What you doing out here? I actually kind of <laughs> love that. And I'm going to do that to Jess. I hope yeah. You know. It's like every time she's like, oh, thank you. And I'm weak ass. Soft. <laughs> you soft. Um, question three. Can you do an impression of one or both of your parents? And the worse the impression, the better. We don't want good ones here. No. Actually, you I cannot. can't. You can't. I can't do... I can't do it on a whim. I can okay. do it in the moment. Oh. Does that make sense? Sure. Where it's like, I can't do a Nigerian impression if you impression if you ask me to. If we're having a conversation mm. and I and it just comes and I we're just joking around yeah. and I just do it, then I can do it. But if I have to think about it, I actually can't do it. You get two in your head. Yeah, I get two in my head and I can't do it. Interesting. Yeah. Is there without the accent, is there something that one of your parents says a lot or does a lot? Um, my, my dad, <laughs> my dad. Okay. So in Islam, we, God is called Allah. Okay. Right. And a lot of times when he's like trying to give us all advice, 
he'll be like, you know, basically he's like, and you know, God will lead the way for us. You know, God will provide. Sure. And he's like, he's always like, Allah will make it easy. Right. That's basically sure. like Allah will provide for us. And then so sometimes when he's trying to give me advice and I'm like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, well, but you know, you should do like he tried to like, what was he trying to advise me on? On like he's trying to get me to buy a new car. And I was like, I'll just fix the car I have now. Because he basically his thought is because I told him about how my car was like not starting. It was like stuttering. Yeah. Before yeah, yeah. It starts. It wasn't and he's like, over. well, the yeah. car is like 15 years old. Maybe you should like think about buying a new car. And he's like, no, I'll just fix the new one. I'll just fix this one. He's like, no, but like your wife, like you don't want her stranded on the road. And I was like, you know, Allah will make it easy. Oh. <laughs> uh, he didn't like that joke. Yeah. He doesn't I like, think it's funny. I, yeah. No, it's fun. It's fun. Like, he says that all the time. Um, question four. Have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? And if so, is there a moment all that sticks time. with you? Really? All the time. You don't strike me as that. All the time. Can you give me an example? Every day. Every day I wake up and I'm like, ah. Every time I, every time I struggle on stage. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. Oh. All the time I write a joke and I'm like, oh, this might be the last joke I'm ever going to. For some, I don't know why I think that. I'm like, yeah. well, this is the last good joke I'm ever going to write. Because right? a lot of times I'll write a joke and then it'll be like a month before I write a new joke. Yep. I don't right? think I've written a great, so, great joke in a little while. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I get I get imposter syndrome. The reason why people you probably don't I don't look like I get imposter syndrome. Yeah, because I get the feeling and then I will just keep moving. A lot yep. of times people will get the feeling and sit in the feeling. Mm. And I try to just keep moving. I mean, that's the way you sh one yeah, should do. I try. I respect that. Right? Sometimes I sit in the feeling. Sometimes I'm human. I live in the right? feeling. But. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mainline the feeling. I was born in the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raised you think by you it. think you think imposter syndrome is your friend? I was born in it. Yeah, no, I get imposter syndrome all the time. Yeah. A lot of times, even I did this thing. There's a brand called Don't Tell, yeah, uh, comedy, and I did one in Orange County. Sure. And I just for some reason I had like a mild panic attack in the middle of my set, and oh. I was doing well. Yeah, that's the thing. I but for some reason in the middle I just couldn't like catch my breath and i just still push through i still finish the set could and anyone tell like, exactly every that's happened to me before and i tell someone and they're like couldn't even tell yeah and I'm like but how could you not tell because i could tell you're like i felt because it because i'm pausing more right and i'm like trying to like catch my breath i'm trying to like you know manage my breathing yeah but they just like you couldn't tell and i don't till this day i don't know why sometimes i'll get kind of panic attacks on like the dumbest shows I was like, like it's shows probably because i'm don't... not there yeah <laughs> if i were there you'd be like if josh was here i feel right I feel you gotta great. text me before my sets yeah i will then tell me when you like, have a set yeah i will listen i have i have i have three shows this week i'll text you before everyone and be like help there me out go. uh question five final question um do you have what is your favorite tea or comfort honestly taco bell I respect that's a great I answer. Will, I a will. Great answer. But I have to ask yeah. the major follow up here is what's your Taco Bell order? I I've had everything. You don't have a standard order. I don't have a standard. Order. You are insane. I've literally had every single item on that Taco Bell menu. Every. Do you have a Do you have a, a menu item you go to more regularly than others? No. Crazy. I order everything. That's the thing. I don't know what I'm gonna order until I get there and I'm and I look at the menu. You're nuts. Sometimes I get a Crunchwrap Supreme. Sometimes I get a Mexican pizza. 
Sometimes I'll get Mexican nacho fries. Sometimes I'll just get two soft tacos. Yeah, I've ordered everything. Taco Supreme, right? Cheesy bean and rice burrito. I get it grilled sometimes. I will say something that's going to offend the masses, but I don't even care. I never had the old Mexican pizza, but the but the one that they brought back, whatever it is, it's not as good. It's not that good. It's not as good. I've never yeah. had the old one. Well, no. and I'm I'll offend the masses even more. Mexican pizza was never that good. So what? I don't know. People people just got offended. What they need to bring back is the empanada. They had this caramel apple empanada that was deep fried and it was amazing. And Taco Bell needs to bring that back. All right, Taco Bell. I'm looking right down the barrel. Taco Bell, you heard it first. Bring back the empanada. Yeah. Not just the empanada. Sorry, the Don't caramel, bring back apple, the caramel apple. The caramel empanada. apple empanada. Listen, all right. You brought back the freaking Mexican pizza. You brought back nacho fries every single year. You bring back nacho fries, and then they brought back like the enchilada with like an enchilada burrito. And I'm no, like, but what about the caramel apple empanada? You know what they still have? Cinnamon twist. Don't nobody eat those. <laughs> no one eats those. And that, if there were ever a note to end on, it's that. Um, Kasim, thank you for coming. How do you feel? You feel good? I feel good. I'm going to finish this tea before I leave here. Please do. This tea was very good. Um, Kazim, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. That was Kazim Rahman. You can follow him at Kazim Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Steep Conversations is produced and edited by Elliot GB. Our associate editor is Martin Alvarez. Our theme song and additional music are by Oliver Hymack. Our cover art was done by Neil Fraser with photography by Matt Mazisco. Social media by Dia Villegas. Please write a review and rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you can. You can send any questions, comments, newly friend game suggestions, or tea suggestions to steepcombos at gmail.com or tweet us at steepcombos. I'm Josh Lanzette, and you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Josh Lanzette. We'll be back next week. So until then, happy steeping. Well, no, everyone else loved the joke. Yeah. But she didn't like it. Sure. And I was like, okay, well, I'll do one happy joke. It was a dark joke, by the way. I opened with a dark joke. Of course joke. it was. Of course I did. Uh, ha ha. No. Um, right down the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>